to today's audio podcast from the Church at Bushland. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of the Church at Bushland and would like to enjoy more resources and weekly updates, we hope you will visit our website at thechurchatbushland.com or download our app by searching for The Church at Bushland in your app store. We'd love to know how this ministry is touching your life. Please take a moment to let us know how this ministry is impacting your life by emailing us at info at thechurchatbushland.com. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so in our app or by visiting thechurchatbushland.com slash give. Amen. Hey, you can be seated. Wow. Um, I, I, I feel like if we could just let the band play the rest of the day, we could have just really enjoyed that. Amen. It was so good. I just love that song, Nothing Else. Nothing else will do. I don't care what it is that you're chasing after. Nothing else will do. All we need is him. Amen? Amen? Hey, listen, if I hadn't had the pleasure to meet you, my name is Mark Boyette. I'm the small groups pastor here at the church at Bushland, and I have the opportunity to come to speak to you today really about our groups and uh, about uh, what community does for you. And I just want to welcome you. If this is your first time here, uh, if you're joining us online for the first time, just want to welcome you. And uh, hey, can we give it up for our online audience, everybody? Come on, let's give it up. Thank you all for joining us. It's awesome. Um, like I said, we're, we're just so excited about what's happening here at the church. If you were here a few weeks ago, you got to hear Pastor Tommy talk about our missions team and, and, and how we've been able to go make a difference in uh, the church at Mesa Verde uh, and, and, and just all those students' lives. Tommy will give you an update on that here in a little bit. Just pretty amazing church. You, you guys have done a, a fantastic job uh, being the hands and feet of Jesus, and I just wanna say thank you for that. Uh, great job to you guys. Uh, and then Pastor Kate last week just talked to you about how you can get plugged in here. How do you get plugged in? How do I make a difference? How do I... Um, uh, help serve, and, and, and what areas can we serve in? And so uh, Pastor Kate talked about that last week. And then this week, I just want to take a few minutes and talk to you about uh, our small groups and, and, and really what it means to live in community. Uh, everybody needs community in their lives. And, uh, uh, but before we get into that, I want to um, really get you focused in on two weeks from today, all right? Two weeks from today, August 27th, is our big fall kickoff here at the church um, anybody in here like to eat brisket? Okay, there's a lot of hands. Okay, good. Not, not everybody's a brisket eater. Okay, I'm sorry. Well, that day may not be for you then if you don't like brisket. But if you like to eat brisket, does anybody like to cook brisket? By the, by, like, let me, if, if you cook a mean brisket, let me see your hands, all right? I expect to see all of y'all in the brisket. You like to cook some brisket over there? I like this. This is great. I expect to see all of you in the brisket cook-off competition. And then for those of you that like to eat the brisket, I'd like to see you all uh, judging and see who's going to be the winner of the brisket cook-off competition, all right? And so you want to get that done, and, and, and you can do that today by signing up out at uh, Guest Connect if you want to be a part of the brisket cook-off competition. But listen, for those of you that don't cook it but you like to eat it like me, Make sure you come hungry that day, okay? Because we're going to have a lot of brisket. We're going we're to feed you some brisket sandwiches, and then uh, you're going to go around and taste test all the brisket, and then you'll, uh, you'll judge, and then whoever, I don't know how the judging works, but um, I'm excited for it because 
I like brisket, as you can tell, okay? I, there's not really much food except the seafood. I'm not a seafood guy. You already know that. But I like every, pretty much everything else. But I can't wait for uh, that day. And also on that day, we're doing our small groups expo. Um, it is going to be a great time. And you say, well, what's a small group expo? Well, let me tell you what it is. It's, it's going to be an opportunity for you to come in and connect uh, with everyone. Anybody that's wearing one of these red shirts, can you stand up right now? I just want to honor our small group leaders, our small group host homes. Can y'all give it up for all of our leaders here? I just want to say thank you, uh, all of our leaders. They, they are uh, getting ready. We're gearing up for our fall semester of, uh, of small groups. And, and so at the Expo, you'll have an opportunity to come meet uh, with the different leaders and see all the different groups that we have available here at the church. Uh, this semester going into it, we have... Uh, 56 different small groups. Now, you'll see in just a second, we're gonna go through them. In fact, let's go through them now. Uh, All of our small groups fall underneath one of nine different hubs, all right? Our our, our first hub is our faith and prayer hub. And um, here we got got our better together groups. We've got our beyond the message groups. Those are the the groups that that dive in uh, deeper into the Sunday morning message. And so you can can get around a a table and just talk about how the message uh, spoke to you. Diving deeper into the God's word. How many of y'all know that God's word is powerful? It's sharper than any double-edged sword. Amen, right? And you can dive deeper. This is for those that, man, you you really like to go deep into the word. You wanna get signed up here. And then our following Jesus uh, small groups, that's gonna be our, our new discipleship groups that we're gonna have Every Sunday morning during the 10.30 service, during this service, we'll have it. It's a four-week small group, okay? So if you're in here and you've recently given your life to Christ or you're just trying to figure out what does this follow, what does it mean to follow Jesus? I just wanna invite you to come and be a part of that small group. Uh, Our Faith and Prayer has so many groups in it, so we have a second slide here. We got our Pray First groups. Uh, Anybody in here, you just love to pray. I love to pray. I, I love, anybody in here like, how do you pray? Like, I'm afraid of praying because I don't know really what, what to say. If you'll come to that small group, uh, we, we'd love to get with you and, and really we're gonna do some teaching on prayer and then we're gonna spend time praying uh, over our services and over the lost and, and, and really uh, just coming together and praying for uh, people's needs and all that stuff. Sunday school, anybody gone to Sunday school before? Any, by show of hands, anybody been to Sunday school? All right, good. So we, we still have that going on. That happens at eight o'clock on Sunday mornings. And then Tuesdays by the fire, it's a new small group for us. Anybody like to sit around the fireplace? Not when it's 100 degrees outside, but um, anybody like that? Because I, I still like that. So it's on Tuesday nights. Uh, for those of you that maybe a Wednesday night doesn't work or a Sunday doesn't work. And then our what's next group, really gonna be focusing in on kind of your next steps to knowing God, finding freedom, discovering your purpose, and making a difference. Uh, our next hub is our marriage and family uh, Hub, and I'm, I'm excited about this because uh, we have a group that's gonna be covering the five love languages. For those of you in here, um, if you don't know what your love language is, I really invite you to, to, to get a part of this group and, and get to know your spouse a little more, right? Get to know you a little more as well. Uh, so be a part of that. Loving on purpose and parenting by design, both of those will be uh, groups focusing on parenting. How many of y'all know raising kids is not the easiest job in the world, Amen. All the, te- all, all the parents are like, yeah. How many, how many parents are y'all ready for school to start back this week, huh? Yeah, look, there's hands all over the room going, amen. How many students are, nope, no hands right now. That's, I don't understand, students. Come on, y'all. It's, we're getting there, right? No, but uh, hey, listen, at the end of service today, we're actually gonna spend some time praying over our students, 
over all of our teachers, all of our administrators, uh, because how many of y'all know prayer is important, and we need to cover our students, cover our teachers in prayer, amen? And so just invite you to be a part of that. Our, our next hub is this. It's our freedom groups, all right? People have been asking me, Mark, what is a freedom group? It's not a cult, I promise, okay? <laughs> I, I just want to make that perfectly clear. It's not a cult. It is for anyone who is, desires to grow in your relationship with the Lord. Maybe you've been following the Lord forever and you're just kind of stuck. I want to encourage you to come to our freedom groups. Now, listen, I will tell you that this semester, um, we're, we're almost full already, all right? When we, we, we've almost got 100 people already signed up for freedom, and we had to limit it to that because we're having our conference in November. And so if you remember when I first got here uh, at the beginning of the year, we took a, a, a freedom launch team and went through freedom, and we got them to a conference, and we brought them back, and I'm like, well, let's go tackle the Texas panhandle. Well, the problem is, is our freedom launch team is about this big, and we need it to be about that big to really tackle the, the panhandle. But uh, we are excited because we have 10 uh, freedom small groups that have kicked off, that will kick off two weeks from tomorrow. And really excited about what God's going to do in their life. And I will tell you this, it's not too early, or, or not, yeah, it's not too early, I'll say it that way, to go ahead and put your name on the line for, for next semester in January, because we'd love to get you involved. Promise you, this is a group that I feel like everybody should go through at least once in their life. If you want to see God move in your life, and if you want just something, like, like, just, God, I'm, I'm, I'm desiring more of you, I promise you this will be the group that you'd like to go to go through, all right? And uh, listen, if you want to go through it this semester, I've got six spots available. That's it, all right? So you can come see me after church. I'll be out here, uh, and y'all can come see me, and we can get you signed up, okay? All right, uh, the next hub is our men's hub. We've got our Promise Principal. That, that group is led by Pastor Tommy on Friday mornings. Uh, they meet at Roasters on Georgia. They go through the Bible together. I, I, I love that group. Been going for a while. The Band of Brothers. Listen, if you are a, uh, a veteran of the military men, if, you, if you're currently serving right now, this group is for you. We'd love to invite you out and be a part of that group. And then our Kingdom Men uh, small group, that, this group met over the summer, and then they decided, let's keep meeting. And they, they did, they, the, just the community that they had, uh, the time that they had together was great. And so just invite you to get involved with that men, all right? Uh, then we have our women's small group. Look at this. The Monday night women's Bible study is the longest uh, small group that we've had uh, at this church. It's the longest tenured small group at this church. I've uh, been led by Georgianne Aminke, Stephanie Meekin, been leading that for years. They're actually, they're still gonna be a part of it, but they're, they're raising up leaders in that group, and so they've turned it over to uh, uh, Jennifer McNeely and Leanne uh, Latham, and so we're excited about that. Um, and, and so Monday night, women, if you're looking for a great small group to be a part of, that would be a great one. And then if you're a, a woman over 60, over the age of 60, we have the Young at Heart group for you. And they meet like once a month. And, um, and, and, and I tell you, it, it's, Linda Hall leads that. We're just excited about that. Our next uh, hub is our Young Adults Hub. Where's all the young adults at? 18 to 28, 18 to 30, and somewhere in there. Come on. Woo, woo, woo. I hear you over there. I hear you over there. All right. That's good. Listen, you don't want to miss being a part of this, guys. Community is important. How many of y'all believe that community is important? It's so important. We're going to talk about that a little bit more in just a second. But young adults, especially for you, you want to get involved in one of these groups. They're both Journey Through the Bible and Young Adults Bible Study. They're both just going in. Let's go see what God's Word says and then apply it to our lives. Amen? 
It's a great, great uh, small group for you. Our, our next one is our student ministries group. Pastor Cody and I sat down and talked last week, and um, he's really got a heart for small groups for uh, our students, all right? And so listen, high school students, Wednesday mornings, how many of y'all like to eat food? I know you do because I've been with you for many years, okay? And Wednesday morning, you can come out, get you a free breakfast here at the church. We're going to do breakfast in the Bible on Wednesday mornings for you here. Um, and then you can come back Wednesday evening, and there'll be grade-specific small groups. The way that Pastor Cody's kind of lined it up for this semester is that he's going to speak one week, and then the next week, we're going to have a small group and talk about what we learned the last week and really dive in deeper make sure you are grabbing a hold of what the Word of God says and, and, and the message that, that he brought forth. And then uh, if you're a junior high student, don't worry, we got you covered. In fact, they're meeting right now. It started back today uh, on Sunday mornings, the junior high students, 6th, 7th, and 8th graders, uh, they meet uh, actually in the, in, the, in the office conference room on Sunday mornings during this service. And then our last hub is this. It's our special interest hub. It's uh, Discover TCAB. Listen, if you are new to this church, if, you, if you're new to small groups, this would be the group for you. They meet up at the Peel Barn uh, right down the road here, and just a bunch of different tables will circle you, circle you up with a bunch of different people. And just have some fun. You get to learn a little bit more about us as a church. And then also just getting in, diving in a little bit deeper to what God's word is saying and, and how we can apply it to our lives. Uh, we have our pickleball group. Is there any pickleball players in here? I'm just curious. Anybody? And how many of y'all are like looking at me like, how in the world can pickleball be a small group, huh? <laughs> well, it is. I'm telling you, it's doing life together. And listen, too many people think small groups have to be study-based. And they are. I mean, some of them are. But some of them activity-based, too. I mean, it's who, who are you doing life with? And so just got, got a pickleball small group for you to sign up. And then, highlighted in yellow, listen, it's our TCAB fantasy football small groups. Come on. Fantasy football. Anybody fantasy football players? Anybody out there? Come on. Hashtag beat Tommy this year, okay? Hashtag beat Tommy because he's won three out of the last five years. And that is not happening on my watch this year, go ahead and mark it down. August 13th, Pastor Mark said, Tommy's going down, all right? And that's happening. So, but it's hard to beat the guy that sits at the left hand of the father. And so, well, it is. I mean, it's easy. Jesus is over there interceding for us in prayer. And Tommy's saying, hey, hey, dad, who should I draft on my fantasy football team? And that's what happens. And then, there, and then, then he wins again. You're like, of course he will. I just might as well get his name engraved on the trophy for every, no, that's not happening this year, Tommy. Sorry, I'm back. You're going down, okay? You're going down. I'm sorry. I'm, I like talking trash. That, which brings me to the next part of fall kickoff. Listen, if you like to play fantasy football, I want to invite you to come out and be a part of what's happening on August 27th. That night is our fantasy football. It's a live draft party here at the church Listen, I don't care if you've never played before. This is the perfect small group for you if you just like football. If you like watching football, we'll meet every Sunday night and watch football. But, but listen, you'll want to be here that night for the draft so you can draft your team, and you'll want to get signed up today. That way I can start, you know, getting things together for that, okay? You can do that on the app or online, okay? All right, so everybody say, hashtag beat Tommy. All right, look at your neighbor and say, hey, you need to get in a small group. No, mean it. Like, don't, don't like, oh, <laughs> You need to get a small group, y'all. You need community. And that's what we're talking about this morning is cultivating community. As passionate as I am about 
fantasy football and about beating Tommy this year, I am more passionate about getting you involved and getting you on your next step in your journey with the Lord. I don't know where you are this morning on your walk with the Lord, but I promise you, you haven't made it yet because there's not a cap. God doesn't say, well, you get to this point and I'm done with you. He's always got more. And that my, I, I just, I'm so passionate about helping you get plugged in and keep going. Listen, we believe, our church, like, we've got a line of stuff out there for you guys to get involved in, to help serve around here and be a part of our teams and stuff. Now, we believe as a church that we have what you need. We also believe that you have what we need to make us successful, amen? You guys, there's, every single one of you has got a gift in your life. God, a God-given gift in your life. And you need to be stewarding that gift well. And we want to help you get involved and, and help you uh, get community, community in your life, okay? And I uh, just want to talk to you about that this morning. Uh, if you'll turn in your Bibles to Hebrews chapter 10, and then while you're going to Hebrews, if you'll stop at Acts chapter 2, put a bookmark there, I'll, I'll, I'll come back to that one in just a few minutes. But, um, but I want to start right here. Community, cultivating community is something that we all need in our lives. Community is something that we all need. And I want to prove that to you right now because in the Bible, in Genesis, it's amazing to me that when you look at Genesis 1, the whole creation process, God was like, man, that's good. You see that sun? Oh, yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's good. And you see that, that animal I just created there? That's really good. And, and, oh, and that tree, that's good. And then we go through all the creation process, and then at the very end, in Genesis 2, he says, the Lord God said, it's not good for man to be alone. It's not good for man to be alone. I'm telling you, God created you for community. You need community in your lives. You need to be working hard, cultivating community, godly community in your life. If you look at Hebrews chapter 10, we'll go to uh, verses 24 and 25. It says, let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. Listen, we need people in our lives to spur us on in love and good deeds. Amen? No? Okay, I'll try this side of the room. We need people in our lives to spur us on in love and good, de in good deeds. Amen? Amen? Amen. I mean, listen, we need people in our lives encouraging. How many of y'all like it when somebody comes by and says, they're just speaking a word of encouragement over you. Like you're going through life. How many of y'all know Satan has one job? His, whole, his entire purpose, his whole purpose for being here is to steal, kill, and to destroy you. He can't stand you. And how many of y'all know it's nice to have people in your life there to encourage you along the way, especially when life gets hard, say, hey, you can make it through this, I promise. I've been there. I promise you, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. We can, you can make it through this. We need people in our lives to bring that encouragement. And we need to be those people as well, amen? We need to be the people spurring people on saying, come on, love and good deeds. You can do this. You can do this. We need to be, be those people encouraging people. You can do this. Come on. Cheering them on. Helping them through stuff, amen? So, 
I will tell you this, life is better when it's done together. You've heard me say that a lot, but I, I truly believe this. Life is better when it's done together. And I believe that we can learn from the early church. If you'll flip over to Acts chapter 2. I know it may seem like I'm going really, really fast this morning. I really am because we, we got a lot to do this afternoon. We got to pray for all our students and stuff. But I, but I want you to catch what, what the early church teaches us about community. In Acts chapter 2, verses 42 through 47, it says, They devoted themselves to, a, to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day, they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad, uh, with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. I think we can learn a lot from the early church. As a matter of fact, being a part of community, it helps you connect. Everybody say connect. Connect. It helps you connect in meaningful relationships and with God and with others, right? Connecting with, uh, you know, somebody that, hey, like I need you to speak into my life. A meaningful relationship with people. A meaningful relationship with God. Like, God, here I am. I just, I'm, I want, nothing else will do, God. I want you. I just want you. Nothing else. Cult, uh, Acts 2.44, sorry, I got lost there. Uh, all the believers were together. Everybody say together. All the believers were together and had everything in common. Verse 46 says, every day they continued to meet together. Everybody say together. In the temple courts, they broke bread and ate together, right? So it's very special, guys, when, when you get in a room together. Everybody say together. Together is the key word. We need each other. It's, 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 it's amazing when you can sit around a table, break bread together, and just, hey, how's life? And really connect in the in those meaningful relationships, these, these relationships that, that, that man, at, at any time, you know, you can pick up that phone and make a phone call and say, hey, I need prayer. And that person's there, right? It, it's so important. You need to connect in a meaningful relationship, and that's what cultivating community will do for you. The second thing that you can learn is um, it helps us grow. Everybody say grow. It helps us grow spiritually, Acts 2.43, everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. Proverbs says, as iron sharpens iron, so does one person sharpen another, amen? Guys, everyone in here has a story. Everyone has a story, and there's power in your story. The enemy will try to keep you from sharing your story. Because your story will make a difference in someone's life. Your story could be the key thing that someone needs to hear to help them break free from something in their life or to help them overcome something in their life. There's power in your story. You want to talk about growing. Um, 
and spiritually, guys, cultivating community will help you grow and will help you uh, in these meaningful relationships and have a, an internal, an eternal impact on people. And that's, you want to know what God's heart is? It's people. Amen? He says, I wish that none would perish, but all would have everlasting life. And he's placed you, it's not by accident that you're here. And he's placed you in, these, in community, and, and I promise you, he's put you there for a reason, because your story can help somebody grow in their walk with him. We all need each other. Amen? All right. The third thing that I found out is, is that it helps us serve God and others. It's Acts 2.45 says, They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Like they sold all their stuff. Now I'm not, I'm not asking you when you get involved in the community here to sell all your stuff and start giving it away. To oh, you need something? Here you go. I'm going to sell my stuff. I'm not telling you to do that. But I'll tell you that there's power when you serve together. I was talking to some of our small group leaders last week. Uh, Pastor Cade was up here talking about how to get connected, right? And how, how you can serve here at the church. And I thought, you know what would be awesome? You know, this group right here, y'all have got, you know, 15, 16 people in that group. What if, what if y'all just showed up on a Wednesday night and see what kind of difference you could make in these kids' lives? I bet Katie would really love some help, you know, with these kids sometimes on Wednesday night. What would it look like if, if, if your entire small group showed up on a Sunday morning and said, hey, we're here to greet. We're just going to greet and just love on people. You serve and you make a difference together. I can tell you a story that happened to Heather and I here. Oh, it's been probably about three years ago or so. We were right here, our small group here. And a lot of you here played a huge part in serving Heather and I. We had gotten a phone call uh, from a family member. And the family member said, hey, I need you to take my kids because CPS is coming and they're going to take them. And if, and if you don't take them, they're going to separate my kids. Will you please take them? Now, Heather and I, our kids are already grown, grown up. You know, we, we were out of the baby phase. And this was a baby and a, not even, maybe two years old at the time. Both of them, drugs in their system. In fact, I mean, you can hold the baby. The baby was just so stiff. And just would look at you. And, 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 and man, we had no idea. We, we didn't have high chairs. We didn't have diapers. We didn't have anything. Car seats, none of this stuff, y'all. Our kids are grown. And so we contacted our small group. Said, y'all, we need some prayer and we need some help. Our small group band together, come together. And then word got out to other small groups in the in, in, in the church here. And by the next night, we had everything. We, we had diapers running out our ears. We had, we had new high chairs. We had, guys, we had new car seats because we had to throw the old car seats away because they smelled so much like drugs. That's what serving and, and being involved in community does. You come together, you serve together. And that's the impact that you can make in people's lives when you're involved in community. Amen? It's not, I'm me, myself, and I'm going to do this. That's not what God created you for. He created you for community. The Bible says in Psalm 92, it says, those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. 
And tell you, see, the environment that you're in plays a major, it has a major impact on who you are and, and who you will become. You know the whole show me your friends and I'll show you your future? Such a true statement. The environment that you're in plays a huge part in who you become. I want you to take a look at this picture. There's a region in the United States that's very hot, very dry. I'm not talking about Bushland, Texas, y'all, okay? I'm not talking about the Texas Panhandle because if you look at that, they got mountains. We don't, all right? Amen? But this is the hottest, driest place in the United States, and it's Death Valley, California. Nothing flourishes there. Nothing. It's too hot. It's too dry. They, they ne- you talk about we never get rain. They never get rain, right? They have how many of y'all have said that, that rain last? I'm like, we should have got a bunch of rain, and we didn't. didn't I got like a few drops, I felt like, you know. But, but it's dry, it's hot, it's desolate. And I feel like sometimes this picture right here represents some of our lives when, we, when we're trying to go at this life alone, when we're trying to do it without others. But something happened in 2004. I want to... It's incredible. This region, this area of the country, in a 24-hour time period, had received several inches of rain. This is the winter of 2004. It received a ton of rain, which was uncommon for that area. And in the spring of 2005, this happened. Incredible, right? They call this the super bloom. And it happens about once or twice a decade, maybe. And the thing is, the potential, what what they realized was Death Valley, they they misnamed it. It really wasn't dead. It was dormant. The potential for beauty was always there. The the, the seeds uh, that that were beneath the surface were always there. They just needed to be in the right environment and have the right conditions to make it look like this. Hear me this morning, church. The seeds are there in your life. You hear me? The potential for beauty is, it's right there with you. Don't let them be dormant anymore. Get yourself in the right environment. Put yourself in the right conditions. And I, guys, that's, I'm so, so much a believer in small groups because I've seen, I shared that story with you. I can keep on sharing more and more. But I know that when you're in a small group, you will be surrounded. It's a great way of making a large church smaller. And it's a great way for you to be in community. And I know that when you're in community, you will flourish. Amen? Because that's what it's like. That's what it's about. We need to be flourishing. I, I I want to be looking like this to the world and not that dry and barren desert land. When people see me, I want, man, I want what you have. Amen? That's what we should be doing as the church. But we need community in our lives to do that. So I'm just challenging you. Don't miss out on the opportunity this fall. By show of hands, how many of y'all are in a small group right now? That's about right. 
We're, we're, we're right about 30% of people in a small group. And I truly believe, and listen, some of you may be in here, Mark, I've tried that small group stuff. I've been hurt by it too. People have, they've done me wrong. They've hurt me. And can I tell you, listen, on behalf of God and every other Christian out there, I want to just, uh, I, want, I, want, I want to apologize to you because that's not what God wanted for your life. He doesn't want people to hurt you. People shouldn't have hurt you. I want to encourage you to dive in. Let's flourish. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. Amen? Stand with me this morning, church. As life change happens when you cultivate community, you will connect in meaningful relationships, you will grow spiritually. And you will serve God and others so much more. So what's keeping you from community? What's keeping you from saying, yeah, I need to find that group? What's keeping you from going all in? Because I promise you, if it is the hurt, if it is, Mark, I've tried that before. It just wasn't for me. I promise you it is for you. Maybe you just needed another group. You need to be in a different environment. But I'll tell you, God wants to heal you from that hurt. And he wants to take that pain away. And so I'm challenging you this morning, church. Let's go all in. Let's say yes to community. Don't miss your opportunity to get connected. Listen, anybody in the red shirt, you can talk to them about their, their small group today. But here in a few weeks, when we, have, when we have it all set up for you out there, don't miss out on your opportunity to be a part of what God wants to do in your life to help you grow, to help you connect, to help you grow, to help you serve better. Amen? Bow your heads with me. Father, we love you. Lord, we are we just want to flourish. We want to be planted in the house and flourish in your courts. Father, we want to be planted in community so that we can become all that you've created us to be. Father, I pray for anyone in here this morning who has been hurt by community before. Maybe by the words that people have said, maybe by actions, Lord. I, whatever it might be, Lord, I'm asking you right now to reach down and touch their lives and bring healing to them. Father, I pray that there would be such a desire placed in our hearts to get involved in community. Lord, I just, just want to praise you for what you'll do in our lives when we do. God, we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.
Thanks for listening to this week's podcast from the Church of Bushland. We hope you will stay connected by following the ministry on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram by using the Church of Bushland. We are all about people because God is all about people. We exist to help people know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference.